Have you ever had an unexplainable moment with music? Was there a time when a song felt completely synchronistic in your life? Was that a coincidence? Or was it a coexistence? Today, I invite you on an extraordinary journey into the realm of harmonious encounters where music and spirituality intertwine. Join me as we unravel this deep and mystical connection between those two things, music and spirituality. It's all right here on Music Ghost Stories. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld when my monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise Welcome back to Music Ghost Stories The podcast that tunes into the eerie connections between music and our lives I'm your host, Donnie And this is a special Halloween episode That is guaranteed to send shivers down your spine Join us as we delve into the chilling topic of torturous tonalities Today, we unveil how music, a universal language of joy, can be twisted into an instrument of psychological manipulation. Get ready for a hair-raising journey of how the United States Central Intelligence Agency, the CIA, has adapted music as one of their strategies. Let's start by examining the history. This isn't something new that the U.S. developed. As a matter of fact, it's said that the U.S. had adapted this style of torture from Chinese methods during the Korean War. A trick, but definitely no treat. And heavy artillery barrages. But he is still a long way from being defeated. He still has his will to fight. How can we weaken that will? How can we defeat him? By physical force? Yes, that's the most effective way. But there's still another force applied in combat that we generally don't think of as a weapon of war. That weapon is words. Yes, in a situation like this, words are weapons. Now that the enemy has had a strong dose of our military power, the impact of words may provide the final persuasion. Words that go something like this. Soldiers of North Korea, you are surrounded. Your comrades are dying. You will die next. There is just one hope. Leave your positions tonight. This is psychological warfare, or at least it's one phase. And as if those echoes from the past weren't enough, the U.S. continued to experiment with the eerie alliance of sound as heard here. We had uh, tanks with loudspeakers on them, we had jeeps with loudspeakers, we had aircraft that could fly over with loudspeakers, and we had men that actually put the loudspeakers on their back. They had little packs that they would, and they would just walk right into the jungle and they would play it. The Vietnamese have a uh, tradition that if you don't die close to home and you're not buried close to home, your soul will wander forever 
So the Americans actually used that and started a campaign called The Wandering Soul. And we produced tapes that uh, had funeral music, funeral dirges, very sad uh, music. And in the background, you'd hear the voice of a dead father uh, telling his daughter, his wife, uh, he wasn't coming home, he was going to wander forever. And it was used to attempt to demoralize the soldiers still in the field. But it was in the early 2000s, amidst the barbed wire and shadowed confines of Guantanamo Bay, that music took on a more sinister role. While there isn't much official documentation, the stories and first-hand accounts from former detainees have gradually come to light. We did a whole lot of things that were right, but we tortured some folks. We did some things that were contrary to our values. I understand why it happened. Uh, I, I think uh, it's important uh, when we look back to recall how afraid people were. One account comes from Binyam Mohammed, a former detainee who survived torment through the use of music. Quote, Plenty lost their minds. I could hear people knocking their heads against the walls and the doors, screaming their heads off. Throughout my time, I had all kinds of music and irritating sounds, mentally disturbing. End quote. Volume levels reached unimaginable heights. 90 decibels for up to 8 hours, 95 decibels for 4 hours, and even a mind-blowing 100 decibels for 2 hours. Imagine a subway train, or worse, factory machinery operating at full throttle. We speak a lot on Music Ghost Stories on how music can elicit immediate emotional responses. These songs were selected to induce anxiety, stress, confusion, and fear, including songs like Enter Sandman by Metallica. Part of me is proud because they chose Metallica. <laughs> you know, it's... it's it's strong, it's, it's music that's powerful. It's, it's, it represents something that they don't like. Maybe freedom, uh, aggression, uh, I don't know, uh, f- yeah, freedom of speech. Uh, and then part of me is, you know, kind of bummed about it that people worry about us being attached to some political statement because of that we've got nothing to do with this and we're trying to be as apolitical as possible because i think politics and music at least for us don't mix it separates people it we want to bring people together and uh so so be it i can't say stop i can't say do it it's it is just a thing it's not good nor bad can't you say stop? You well, I don't, say, I don't want it. it to stop. I, I, there's a part of me that thinks, that's kind of proud that, hey, they've chosen Metallica as something that's it's going to affect them. And that's what I want our music to do. I want it to affect people. <laughs> but it does harm to the people. And How it, does it harm them, though? It's violent if you, if you hear... Um, any pop song, if it's Sesame Street, about 10 hours in huge, very, very loud, 
it does have to oh, do with so, stuff. Oh, so, okay. They feel uncomfortable. Right, right, yeah. It's not, the, it's not what music it is, it's the, the torture yes, part. Of course. Torture through music. Hmm. <laughs> they also chose music that could really get stuck in your head, like the Meow Mix commercial jingle. So this very first song is arguably the most annoying and it's the shortest song that they had on this playlist already dead inside. <laughs> I'm going to try my absolute hardest to do the full 24 hours listening to this absolute hell sound. <laughs> At first I found this Silly Cat song kind of catchy and even a little bit danceable. This is by far going to be one of the hardest things I've ever done. One of these hard, hardest challenges ever. After 40 minutes, the song hadn't lost its cheeriness, but it was making it pretty damn hard for me to think and string words together. Shut up. At this point, the song has definitely lost its initial charm now that it's been played almost 100 times in a row. It doesn't sound like meow anymore. It sounds like yum. Yum, 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 yum. So that's what I'm hearing now. I don't hear meows, I hear yum, 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 yum. Almost out of nowhere, I got really strong feelings of paranoia, and I became weirdly anxious about people being outside my apartment door. This song is so infuriating and annoying and loud and cheery that it makes me feel like everyone in the apartment block can hear it. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Never, 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 never gonna get it. That's what I'm hearing right now. I think at this point I was starting to crack. Mentally, I was getting a bit all over the place, and I even started hearing things. It sounded like someone turned on a megaphone for a second, like said a word, and then it cut off. At this point, the challenge was seriously getting to me. I was getting really miserable, and I was struggling really bad. 6.36. The last hour has been going super, super slow. Horribly slow. 10 minutes feels like an hour now. It's making my head hurt. Here's what the composer of the Sesame Street song had to say when he found out that his music was being used as a form of torture. This is fascinating to me because of the horror of music being perverted to serve evil purposes, if you like. But I'm also interested in how that's done. What is it about music that would make it work for that purpose? Yet, the psychological impact goes far beyond the momentary discomfort. It becomes a never-ending haunting pushing some detainees into the abyss of sensory overload and hallucinations. According to a U.S. service member involved in psychological operations, quote, your brain and body functions start to slide. Your train of thought slows down and your will is broken. That sounds intense. I mean, these are songs meant for children, right? In a nightmarish twist, a nonprofit called Zero DB emerged to confront this abuse with voices like Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine behind their battle cries. The industrial rock band Skinny Puppy even dared to send a bill for over half a million dollars in royalties to the United States military for the spine-chilling use of their music as a literal weapon. The United Nations has also weighed in, stating that the subjecting of detainees to loud music for prolonged periods is a violation of the Convention Against Torture. In conclusion, music is a language of the soul. 
It can bring comfort, joy, and healing to our lives. But the use of music for psychological manipulation is a dark chapter in its history. It's a stark reminder that even within the harmonious notes, a sinister tune can still be composed. As we wrap up this exploration, we are reminded to cherish the profound connection between music and spirituality. Music can transcend the boundaries of language, culture, and emotion, offering solace and insight when we need it most. Thanks for joining us on this haunted Halloween episode of Music Ghost Stories. May your musical journeys be filled with harmony and light Until next time, keep listening. Goodbye. I love you.